Today on Gamerhead Radio, jump ahead. It's our Xbox special. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Surprisingly, Viking Jesus, Mike Nemitz. And I'm still being held at gunpoint. It's not loaded. I know. <laughs> so he puts his penis in it, and then it's a whole new bag of marshmallows. I, I, I'm giving Charlie the benefit of the doubt in thinking that he couldn't fit anyway. Wow. <laughs> I just witnessed somebody blowing a pussy. <laughs> I'm not even going to elaborate on that. I'm going to let the <laughs> listeners think whatever they want to of that. Of course, to my side is my bearded barnyard friend, Goat. That's me, still. Again. We're, we're a little... Yeah. We're, we're, a, we're in a we're time a little, paradox. We're a little disoriented because we're recording two episodes at once, technically, to be released well, yeah. at separate occasions. But it, it, fucking whatever. We're, we're, and we're primarily elated because our captor has left us. Yeah. <laughs> um, Read the Jews. Before I elaborate on that, of course, in front of me... It's a cat, but past that <laughs> is none other than the Technotronic Horn, Mr. Charlie Worthley. Daddy Mountain, Charlie. Meow. Also a cat. <laughs> is he a cat? A cat? Cat? Come on, Max. You got the. There oh, you go. there you go, Max. <laughs> anyway, if you listen to the PlayStation episode, you know that we were held captive by Charlie's wife, Michelle, who was shooting marshmallows at any of us that. Initially, it was supposed to be whenever we said um or uh or whatever, and then, and then it turned just, into whenever Charlie stuttered, and then it turned into and then it turned into whenever Charlie and Goat made Michelle mad, which yeah. I enjoyed greatly because I don't make Michelle mad. It, it basically turned into some sort of uh, hostage camp and uh, a delicious <laughs> hostage camp. Candy Crush Coast Auschwitz. <laughs> I didn't play that expansion. I, I don't think I want to. So anyway, just like the PlayStation episode, this episode is all about the Xbox One catching you. Are you okay over there? I just said sentence was awkward. Just like the PlayStation episode, this one's just like Xbox, <laughs> or all about Xbox One. That's nothing like the PlayStation episode. They know what I meant. I know, but it's just the way you said it. They know what I meant. So as I was saying, sorry. this episode is all about the Xbox One, everything you need to know. Or don't um, want to know. Or don't want to know, or fucking whatever. I don't Most care. Most likely more than you wanted to know. <laughs> so anyway, let's get right into it. Of course, let's start off with the specs, and with the specs is the Technotron Wizard Corn. Cat. Cat. The guy who should be doing the specs, because the rest of us are now. cat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Charlie, take it away. What, what's under the hood of the Xbox One? So the Xbox One is releasing for $499 on November 22nd. For those keeping track, that's $100 more and one week later than the PlayStation 4. It also has a Blu-ray slash DVD drive, although it will supposedly, I understand it, be able to play audio CDs, unlike the PlayStation 4. <laughs> for all those two people out there that still buy audio CDs. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, oh, God. The music world is actually pretty, pretty I'm sorry. thick with that. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't play audio CDs on my consoles, but I still purchase audio yeah. CDs. 
I really put my foot in my mouth there, didn't I? <laughs> wrong, okay. wrong crowd to make that joke with. No, <laughs> Two okay. musicians in the room. Ah, fucking CDs. It's okay. Oh, that's the thing. <laughs> it's okay. You're forgiven. Thank you. Uh, okay, so I can say um too. It's so exciting. <laughs> I'm so um excited. I just um can't hide it. <laughs> It also has 8 gigs of RAM, but it is DDR3 as compared to the PlayStation 4's DDR5. It remains to be seen whether or not that actually, actually will end up making a difference or not. Technically, the DDR5 is faster, but it's it's one of those things where it depends on... It's not on, a very big difference? It's, it's a very small piece of a very large equation. Okay. So, just by itself, it's, it's definitely not a deal maker or breaker by any means. It, just like the PlayStation 4, does also have the game DVR feature to capture. It buffers the last 15 minutes of gameplay, so at any point you can say Xbox record that, and it will save that to memory so that you can take it and record a little video with picture-in-picture of yourself uh, narrating to that video and commenting on it. Did, did you see that? Did yes. you see you saw the 12-minute video? That was, that was both weird and awesome at the yes. same time. Yes, yes. Uh, however, that, now it will, I have to put on pants. <laughs> however, it will require a PlayStation Live Gold subscription to be able to use the game. PlayStation Live? Ah. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> There's an edit. No, keep it in. For the love of God, keep it in. I don't want to. Okay, fine. But it will require a Xbox Live Gold uh, subscription to be able to use the game DVR feature. Unlike the PlayStation 4's DVR feature, well, you will not require it. It does have a 8-core custom AMD-manufactured CPU and a 853 MHz AMD Radeon GPU, which has 768 shaders as compared to the 1,152 shaders that the AMD, uh, that the PlayStation 4's GPU has, which basically means that on paper, the, the PlayStation 4 is a more powerful, more powerful piece of hardware, but I'm sure that Goat could come up with some analogy to illustrate where a more powerful car is not always the better car. Oh yeah, oh yeah, by by far. It, yeah. You want comfort and functionality over power, then you don't need more power. Yeah. <laughs> the let's see here. So it does come like the PlayStation 4 with a 500 gigabyte hard drive, which is unlike the PlayStation 4 is not user replaceable. It is. Stuck inside that machine, unless you want to avoid your warranty and try and replace it. However, Which many people will. Yeah, Charlie will be doing that of his garage, uh, November twenty. My garage. I'm doing that on my coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, right there. <laughs> um, however, unlike the PlayStation Four, Microsoft will be allowing you to add in external USB storage to add on to that. Uh, so, you know, if you ask me, that's a better solution because then you can have the original drive in there warrantied by Microsoft, yada, yada, just yeah. leave it alone. And then you can hook up a drive and install games to it. And then if that one gets full, well, you just kind of unplug it and plug in a new drive and then you yeah. can kind of swap around. Now, does it say anything about a limit to external storage? Like I know the 360 had, what was it? 32. It was originally 16 and then they upped it to like 32 or something like that. You oh, you're talking about the USB flash drives. Right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, there, there is no mention of a limit of storage. It's, it's definitely not going to be as small as the flash drive limitation was. Um, the only reason I can think of why that limitation existed on the 360 in the first place was because of, um, I won't get into the technical details, but there are different file systems that exist for formatting drives uh, and the FAT32 file system, which is by far the most common and widely supported, 
is also a bit dated, um, but because it's been around for a while, everybody supports it. And they have a, um, a limit of 32 gigabyte partitions. So supporting hard drives that are larger than that becomes difficult. However, yeah. uh, with these new consoles, they've, you know, I'm sure they've moved on beyond that and will allow for NTFS drives and um and uh, other other it might even be a proprietary uh, you know formatting for the external hard drives yeah um so so on that note it, there's also it's also worth mentioning that at this point there is no way of knowing if you be able to take a hard drive plug it into your xbox one use it for games then unplug it and go and use it on your computer and use the remaining free space for something else it's entirely possible that when you plug it into the xbox one it formats it just for use on the xbox one and if you want to use it on any other device you have to completely reformat it and lose everything that was on there huh um you know that i'm just saying it's possible uh it's, yeah. it would also be possible to do what's called partitioning the drive which is essentially virtually cutting in half so that one side could be for the xbox one and the other side could be for something else but we're getting into technical stuff here that that is uh, outside of the scope of this podcast but uh, the, the, the point is that there's a lot of question marks over exactly the details of what you will be able to do with this external usb storage okay um it will have the cloud storage for game saves and, and uh, which pretty much everybody is supporting now except for the wii u it will Aww. also have the <laughs> it will have the play as you download functionality, the remote download functionality, the account access across the multiple console functionality. Uh, just like everybody, aside from the Wii U, <laughs> and um, you know they will also have the mandatory game installs, which basically means that um, every game you buy will need to be installed to the hard drive. Yeah, just like we mentioned, if you listen to the PlayStation Four episode we did before this. Uh, every game is going to require a, a certain size install and a couple of those sizes have actually already been leaked um, everything from like you know Dead Rising 3 was just like 8 gigs whereas Call of Duty Ghost was like 39 and you know it, it's all over the place with that too so I believe that the difference though is that with the PS4 the mandatory install is not the entire game it's just certain support files that'll help the run game yeah. help the game run better yeah. I believe in the Xbox one it's always the whole game oh really yeah so Yikes. you know considering you know the from the leaks I remember I, th I think I remember seeing sizes up to like 30 40 gigs in that range uh -huh. on a 500 gig drive you're gonna go through that pretty quick yeah so you know you could potentially be looking at you know if you're playing like the larger you know games you might be only able to have maybe 10 to 12 games on your hard drive at any given time which for the average person probably isn't going to be that big of a deal because you'll yeah. play a game you'll install it you know, you'll install a game you'll play it you'll beat it you'll uninstall it and move on to the next one which is exactly what i'll do yeah but you know there may be some hardcore gamers that move between that that are constantly playing the same games and you're moving between them and especially if you get into the scenario of like you know, I, I imagine it'll be a while before we start to see multi-disc games come out, if ever. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, should that happen? That's just going to be frightening. I mean, with, with, <laughs> with the muscle that these that these consoles have, just for textures and graphics and things like that alone, yeah. you know, it's, it's entirely possible we could enter the age of seeing multi-disc Blu-ray releases. Yeah. <laughs> and so if, if you know, it, especially considering a... I think yeah. I'd rather go all digital at that point. Yeah. Oh, so, come on. You want a three Blu-ray Grand Theft Auto 6. Don't lie. No, I want a three <laughs> Blu-ray Final Fantasy 17. <laughs> That'll be five Blu-rays. <laughs> you know, oh, as, my uh, bad. Uh, you know, just for reference sake, a single layer Blu-ray disc can hold 25 gigs of information. There are dual layer Blu-ray discs in existence now, and they are testing six layer Blu-ray discs, I believe. What? Yes. Does you know, it just look like a cheeseburger of Blu-ray discs? It's, just, or? it's 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 visually like microscopically thicker. You know, I know that's the joke. 
serious Charlie over here. Right <laughs> oh, sorry. You did t- you did tell him to put on the tech hat. That has no humor in it. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I'm sorry. Continue, tech wizard. So you know. Somewhere down the end of these consoles releases, if we see a mandatory game install for the full game on a six-layer Blu-ray disc, that's 150 gigs of data. <laughs> that's a yeah. Yeah. no. <laughs> I'm just, just fucking it's, no. It's entirely possible. No, um, I don't want it to be int- possible. Wow, so that means like Final Fantasy 17 will be your hard drive. Yeah. They'll just ship you a hard drive. The collector's edition is actually a limited edition, yeah. like engraved external hard drive yeah. that says Final Fantasy 17 on the front, on the on the top. That'd be awesome. I, I would buy compl- that. Actually, that's completely believable. Yeah. I could I see would that. Buy the shit out of that. <laughs> oh, I'd buy the shit out of that. That sucker would sit there and just be like, "What's that? That's my Final Fantasy 17. Don't fucking touch it." <laughs> Um, getting into the territory of some people who, you know, I, I'm sure that the vast majority, if not all of the, listener of the uh, listeners of this podcast are up to date on this particular piece of information. But um, to be clear, the Xbox One does not require a perpetual internet connection, except you will need an internet connection just to download the, the day one, I believe, 500-ish megabyte patch. Correct. For the um, for the operating system to just get it up to date with all the changes and bug fixes and everything that they've made since they sent off the specs of the console for manufacturing. Right. Um, so you will need an internet connection to do that day one patch. The console will not but operate. But then you will never need an internet connection again. Need being the key phrase there. Of course, most people will want one and will have yeah, one yeah, anyways. It'd be kind of foolish to never hook your incredibly internet-enabled electronic device to the internet. But well, Yeah, you're also talking about the what? Point zero zero three percent of the world that doesn't have internet in here anymore. Well, it's know, considered a utility. Yeah, there, there are some people that like to take it when they go on vacation. There's, of course, all the yeah. the armed services folk that don't have access to internet oh, and yeah. things like that. Well, so. Yeah, I'm just saying, but they have internet at some point. Right, right. So yeah, so so if you're going to ship an Xbox One over to your serviceman overseas, you gotta update sure, it here first. Yeah, yeah, make sure you do the day one for them. Be the be the be the kind person, you know. Tell them just like, hey, I gotta open it. Got got update it for you. Got to get it ready. Yep, and then just like you know, install LocoCycle on it for them or something, <laughs> you know, because um, otherwise you might be shipping them a five hundred dollar paperweight until they find an internet yeah, connection and Call of Duty Ghosts. Um, and uh, there of course will not be any sort of weird, unusual use game fees. Uh, you know, all that uh, you know, use game. The use game market is not changing for the Xbox One, uh, but also going along with that, there is no digital game sharing or gifting or anything like that. Pretty much. As far as that goes, nothing has changed but from the current generation to the new, and there's no difference between the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. Which, if you look back into our episodes, you can hear Charlie's unleashed opinion on all of that. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, you know, I've, I'm saving a little bit of hope because they've talked about how they are, you know, trying to find ways to bring some of those features like the family game sharing back. Uh, none, none of it's going to be here at launch, but you know, hope, hopefully, you know, my, Microsoft. In my opinion, Microsoft has done some. You know, they have aged the Xbox 360 well. The machine that it is now and what it is capable of doing far is is far completely beyond what the original launch day machine can do. Yeah. And I don't think the PlayStation 3 can make that same claim. I believe it's pretty. You know, they, they've tacked on a couple online streaming services, but. For the majority, the system, you know, the PlayStation 3 when it launched versus the PlayStation 3 now is pretty much the same. The menu hasn't changed, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much nothing about it has changed. They've evolved the, the, the 360 very well, so I have hope that they'll do the same thing with the yeah. Xbox One. Yeah. 
Uh, the Xbox One is not compatible with 360 games or Xbox. Boom. Yeah. Or um, Xbox Live arcade titles that were made for the 360. At oh. least at this point, it's entirely possible that they'll come out with some sort of emulation patch at some I, point. I'd, I'd but... love it if at least arcade titles could be ported over. Because yeah. then I would own Sonic Adventure 2 on like five different platforms. <laughs> so you own it on four now? Xbox 360, PC, GameCube, and Dreamcast, yeah. That was five, I think. Mm-hmm. 360, GameCube, PC, Dreamcast. Okay. Or you said oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if I had it on Xbox One, it would be five. Gotcha. Um, okay, so it uh, does support cross-game chat, like the PS4. Uh, it of course comes with an Xbox One wireless controller in the box. Uh, yeah. The Xbox controller, uh, like the 360 controller, runs off of two AA batteries, and you can also buy the play and charge kits uh, with the rechargeable batteries and the cables to charge it separately. Or, of course, there's the bundle where you buy a controller and a battery and a cable all in a pack for a, uh, a little bit of a markup there. Which will be a day one purchase for me. Yep, likewise. Uh, it does come with the Connect 2 camera in the box, uh, included with every single console. Uh, second, for second screen experiences, they will have the Smart Glass app, which you can get on uh, Android, iOS, and Windows 8 and 7 devices. Cool. It does support voice commands for pretty much everything you can do with the console, including turning it on and off. Uh, da, 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 includes I wonder, the- wonder what will happen if I say Xbox, go fuck yourself. I'm guessing probably nothing. <laughs> I'm going to test that out. I'm going to take <laughs> one I really for the hope, team. I really hope there's a robotic voice that says, I'm not Apple. <laughs> I want, no, I'm more. <laughs> I would say Xbox. Turn on PlayStation Four, <laughs> <laughs> and then it just kind of explodes. Yeah. Why? I don't know what a PlayStation Four is. That, that, Suddenly, that, your that, Xbox sounds like a panicky person. That, that, they, they they're smart and they put the uh, sample in there from like what is it, Scarface, wherever. It's just like you son of a bitch. <laughs> So, of course, you do have the Xbox Live service, and I'll get into the details about uh, what you need that service to do a little bit later. It does include USB 3.0 ports, three of them. It does support live streaming, uh, so you can stream your gameplay up to Twitch, I believe, is one of their launch partners. It is. Um, Your achievements and uh, gamertag and all that fun stuff will be ported over from your 360 profile. And considering you can change your screen name on your 360 currently, I'm assuming you would be able to change your Xbox Live handle on your Xbox One as well, uh, it's, it's, it appears to be the same, you know, the same ecosystem and the same functionality. So I imagine that that would be preserved <clears throat> if anybody wanted to change their name. It will have a gigabit Ethernet port on the console as well as wireless ABGN, dual band Wi-Fi for 2.4 and 5 gigahertz. Oh my um, god! <laughs> the PS4 is only 2.4 gigahertz, at least as far as oh. what I could find. Uh, of, of note there is the, the reason why the 5 gigahertz inclusion is important is because of Microsoft's commitment to media streaming. Uh, you know, the 5 gigahertz band is a is substantially less crowded in the world than the 2.4. So if you're ever doing wireless media streaming, if you have 5 gigahertz, you want to be using it because you'll almost definitely get a better connection. It uh, The Xbox One does not include any sort of Bluetooth functionality. All of their wireless tech is proprietary. So you will not be able to hook up your your Bluetooth headset to your Xbox One, at least without third-party accessories. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I I believe this is what has been said. Like old, um, 
like old third party like wireless headsets and stuff like that will not work with the Xbox One as uh, that they made with the 360. They're they're the third parties are working on like adapters and stuff like that, but at launch they won't be supported. Right. So um, if you've ever used a wireless headset on the 360 that actually hooks up directly to the console, like the official Microsoft headsets, those will not work with the Xbox One. However, um, what I'm presuming is that the um you know the other headsets you know the the other way of connecting a headset to your 360 was with that little connector port on the bottom of the controller you know so so some headsets that didn't want to use microsoft's wireless protocol for whatever reason maybe they wanted to be bluetooth and universal they came with an uh, they came with a little adapter that you would just plug into the uh, into the bottom of the controller and so the headset would just be wireless to your hands to the you know to the controller in your hands and then that was it so those companies all they would need to do like just somebody just needs to come out with a bluetooth adapter for the connector port on the bottom of the xbox one controller yeah. and then that should make most if not all uh bluetooth headsets work in the same fashion oh, cool um but yes anything that connected directly up to the console uh will not be compatible they're wi- they have Aww. changed their wireless protocol to make it more robust and to give a better range and so on and so forth so that fancy pair of triton ax 720s you've got at home uh they're not gonna work sorry bro <laughs> uh let's see here um so the Xbox One does support Wi-Fi Direct, which um, is a technology that you'll find on some smartphones and other devices so that you can basically beam your content if that you have on your phone, like photos and home videos and so on, and music and so on and so forth, directly to your console. So, uh, you know, again, you know, with Microsoft's commitment to multimedia services, it is not a surprise that they included that, which is something that PS4 does not have. Um, the Xbox One has your standard HDMI output with 4K support, which you know, which is the same as the PlayStation 4, and also optical audio out. Again, just like the PS4, if you're hanging on to your old TV with composite component or S-video connections, you are out of luck without buying some sort of adapter. Uh, it does have infrared out for a IR blaster out of the back of the unit. So you know, with because using the Connect, you can control your other devices like having your xbox change the channel on your cable box you know with your voice and so on and so forth which is only a little bit creepy <laughs> um but it's also worth mentioning that the connect itself has ir blasters built into it so depending on where your connect is positioned in relation to your cable box you could you could use like a universal remote with it and stuff like that well, well yes but you know the the complaint that most people have about having one device control another via IR is that you have what's called an IR blaster, which is this little pod that hooks up with a wire to the back of your console that yeah. you need to string around and put in front of the thing mm-hmm. that you want to control. Um, so, you know, as soon as Microsoft announced the Kinect's ability to do all this, people are like, oh, great, I got to have to have the stupid IR blaster, you know, sitting out in front of my cable box. But considering that the Kinect has a wideband IR blaster built into the Kinect itself, mm-hmm. you know, depending on where you have your Kinect positioned in relation to your cable box you hopefully will not need to have that ir blaster so it's just one less piece of unsightly wiring to have in your entertainment hookup so that's that's always nice well there you go the power supply is an external power brick keeping the legacy of the 360 going there and 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 even the power brick sports the two-tone matte and gloss finish that the xbox one has of course it does (laughs) and the xbox one is not region locked oh that's right I forgot about that. As far as what comes in the box, you do not have any sort of pack-in game. Uh, Nothing whatsoever. You get, of course, your one Xbox One controller and the Kinect camera, as I mentioned. You do get a wired mono headset, which, unlike the PS4 controller, which is just a little bud you shove in your ear with a cord that hangs down, this (laughs) is like the 360. uh, You know, it's a... a, 
It's an actual headset, not right. just a little with, earbud. With a full pad, with a boom microphone that comes out, and the band that goes around the top of your head, with the um, with then the, the again like the 360 headset with the little pod that plugs into the bottom of your controller with the buttons for mute and volume and so on and so forth. So yeah, even though they weren't even planning on including it, the one they did end up including is, in my opinion, a substantially more higher quality headset than the one that the PS4 gives you. I would actually agree with that. Yeah. Uh, they do give you an HDMI cable, just like the PS4. Uh, they do not give you any sort of charging cable for the controller because out of the box, it's, it only includes the ability to use AA batteries. Um, if you do buy the battery and the charging plate kit separately, the cable comes with that. Um, and then all Xbox One purchasers get a free 14 days of free Xbox Live card in the box. And that's the box contents and the hardware. Cool! As far as comparing it to the 360... Um, you know, you're talking about a, um, you know, in the 360, you've got a tri-core processor compared to an eight-core CPU in the Xbox One. So they're saying that um, it's, uh, you know, roughly Tri-core? eight. core Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's roughly eight to, eight to nine times more powerful than the Xbox 360. So that's always fun. Uh, pretty much just like the PS4, you're talking about an increase of 512 megabytes of RAM to eight gigabytes of RAM. So huge increase there. You know, the hard drive you know, is, uh, you know, in the highest end 360, I think is 250 gigs. So, you know, coming with 500 gigs is a bump up there. Uh, um, hmm? there, there is a 320 gig hard oh, drive. Yes, you are right. I, yep, absolutely. Of course you're correct. So <laughs> he has three of them full. <laughs> All of it is just re-downloads of Final Fantasy 13 and 13 too. Yeah. And his various saves from, uh, Fruit Ninja. Fruit Ninja? Really? That, that, that's not uh, terribly insulting, Goat. And as far as the quality of the camera, you're talking about a difference of 640 by 480 for the original Kinect, going all the way up, all the way up to 1920 by 1080, full wow. 1080p on the, uh, X, on the Kinect 2 camera with the Xbox One. So I was actually going to see something. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like poltergeist uh, vision also also something to note i don't know if it mentions it there but the original connect you needed about it was like six mm. to eight feet mm-hmm. yes with the connect two you only need about four and a half feet mm-hmm. which is not it oh, doesn't wow. that doesn't seem like that big of a difference but that could be all the difference for someone who lives in like a small apartment or someone that just has a really tiny living room it's it's all the difference for me because in, yeah. in, 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 even in my case out there you know i've got between my screen to my couch is like right about seven feet so you know when we're playing connect games now the sweet spot is like just in front of the couch yeah so you know any game where it wants you to move backwards and forwards forwards you're fine backwards becomes tricky because you have to like like leg up to the back <laughs> like of the couch and sort of like lean back a little bit to try and think that you know, make it trick it and make it think you've moved back farther yeah and i've played like a lot of the uh you know the workout exercise games and those <laughs> I can only imagine th- th- those are particularly tricky because it really wanted me to be where my couch is <laughs> so, by the way yeah. guys if you want to see video of charlie performing this stuff with his couch and stuff like that i'm sure we can uh (laughs) what petition that (laughs) nobody wants to see that no they don't trust me no i would just find it hilarious you 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 like do matrixing over your couch in spandex (laughs) and leg warmers it's not a good time (laughs) yeah Well, so anyway, as far as software goes, you know, like Charlie said, there'll be several streaming apps available, including I'm actually really excited for the day one Machinima app. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, that, that's going to be available at launch. Um, the the menu system, as we've seen, if you haven't seen it, there are a couple official and unofficial videos floating around the Internet at this point 
Um, looks very similar to the way the 360 does now, except for, you know, obviously a couple enhancements for, you know, like the snap feature. Or, you a lot know, being, crisper, too. It is. It, it is it's, a lot, uh, it's a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a lot smoother. And I, I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, of course, apps that are going to be out. Of, of course, you know, your standard Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, uh, Skype will be out. There's going to be Twitch support. Um, there's going to be all sorts of sports providers that are going to be supporting this thing. You know, there's a whole agreement with the NFL and and um, and uh, other sports companies. Other ball things. Other, <laughs> yes, other <laughs> ball things. Thank you. Yeah, I have to, I have to be honest. I think you're underplaying uh, the the improvements of the dashboard a little bit. You know, they if if you have a 360, I, I'll, I'll probably go all about it when I actually get my hands on one. But you know, the um yeah, if if you have a 360 now, right, right parked on the the first screen of your dashboard, there's a place where you can watch, um you know, a couple guys from the Xbox team. Uh, I don't remember the names off the top of my head, but demoing the dashboard. If you don't have an Xbox 360 with you, or, you know, in your house or handy, you can find the same video on YouTube. But it's uh you know they 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 go over the interface and they show off, you know, some of the things that it can do. Yeah. And it is, it's not just a little bit faster. Like it's virtually instant, yeah. you know, switching between things. I mean, like I find it to be really that impressive. That was pretty cool where, where the guy brought up, like, you know, he, he brought up the game. He, he was playing what Forza, mm-hmm. I think. And then he brought up Skype and then he brought up a movie and he was switching back and forth like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one guy on YouTube who, well, several people got an Xbox one thanks to target. Um, <laughs> But the one guy that was posting all these tweets and stuff like that, he mentioned that he actually put Call of Duty Ghosts in, like, uh, you know, off to the side and went to the menu and saw how long he could just kind of let it sitting there. And it let him sit, it let it sit there for about like 20 minutes before it said, Hey, you got to get back to your game. You know, we, we, what are we even doing here? You know, <laughs> excuse me, sir, you've, uh, let this guy out here with the gun. <laughs> it's entirely possible, too, that that's that that is more about power saving than it is about anything else because keep, doubt yeah because keeping the hardware running to keep that game in stasis i'm sure suck is you know is is you know the majority of the power that that console is using at any given time right so you know it's um that may even be an option that you can turn off like you know changing the reminder you know uh, to be sooner or later or maybe even never um you know just depending yeah. on uh you know I, it'll be interesting to see how long it's really able to to keep something in stasis for like if all of a sudden if you start up a game in the morning and then you need to run to work and eight hour eight hours later you come home and just pick it up right away and play it for a while and then yeah put it down and you know, go to sleep and mm-hmm. you know if it's if it's able to just keep that in stasis that whole time yeah. you know it's uh, that would be pretty neat um for those that uh, aren't sure what we're talking about when we say snap uh you know this uh so getting into you know some of the software features and everything one of the you know the kind of the xbox one's marquee feature as far as what the actual operating system is like is you can basically snap apps next to each other. What, what this, snap apps. <laughs> what, what, what this basically means is that you can sort of have it's it's sort of like it, it's you know it's sort of like the new generation of picture in picture. In, in which case, instead of having something down in the corner, you can actually you know you know segment off like a third or a half of your screen and run two different things at the same time and from what i understand there aren't any limitations as far as what those two things are there aren't so so and and a lot of people on the internet have pointed this out because of the hdmi in and stuff like that you could totally hook up your ps4 to your xbox one and play Killzone alongside rise which i'm probably going to do just for the hell of it yeah and and you know and come to think of it i guess when i was talking about the hardware i sort of left over that most that kind of important piece is that uh with um you know one one of the other important things about the xbox one is that it has an hdmi in this is a first on a console and uh and as far as even you know 
recent memory even you know, is concerned, I, the only other device I can think of that does anything similar is the Google TV project. And so yeah. it's um, basically what it is is that you put the Xbox One between your cable box or your satellite box and your TV. So in effect, the Xbox One becomes, well, it can become an overlay on top of your right. live TV. They're, they're, Microsoft is supposed to be working f- with uh, cable providers and stuff like that to where you can actually customize um, your your interface for watching television and stuff mm-hmm. like that to where you can have full menus. And then I've actually got it pulled up here. Um You'll even be able to... I thought I had it pulled up here. So you'll be able to do things like, you know, it'll, it'll show you different programs. It'll recommend you different programs based on what you're watching and things like that. It'll, you know... You can get uh, achievements for the shows that you're you can watching. You get achievements for the... Well, and that's actually something I want to bring up because I'm an achievement nut like that. Mm-hmm. I'm currently trying to get to 100,000 gamer score before the Xbox One comes out. And I think I'm about 400 to go. Oh, nice. Yeah, so... One, uh, hand, one Hannah Montana game away. No. No. <laughs> I'd rather play Sneak King, which Charlie is so kindly letting me borrow. You could just have that. <laughs> I don't want it back. He's letting me have it, even though I could get, oh, a nickel for it. What you don't know is it's actually Hannah Montana. <laughs> He's checking the disc. <laughs> no, it's Sneak King. He's got a printer. There's a... <laughs> Charlie, you left a 48-hour trial code in here. I'm just uh, letting you know that that is also mine now. That's that's fine. Even though my Xbox Live subscription is currently good till January of 2016. Well, I have an extra 48 hours on that. (laughs) Hey, if I keep collecting 48-hour trial codes, I can get another year. (laughs) By collecting, like, 180 of them. Anyway, I'm way off course. Um... To give some examples of what you could do with the snap feature is that you could be, you know, like, like, uh, like Mike was saying, you could have whatever is coming over your, whatever the input, which for most people would be the TV, but really could be any other HDMI device. So your PlayStation four, and you could have your PlayStation four and your Xbox one on the same TV screen at the same time. Uh, if you're watching TV, you could snap in internet Explorer, wish it was Chrome, but whatever. (laughs) And, um, you know, like, look look up some information on the show that you're watching. Um, I haven't seen anything about an IMDb app at launch, but should an IMDb app come out? There should be one. Hmm? There should be one. Oh, okay. Um, you know, well, you no, can... I, I, I'm saying I hope there is oh, one. okay. Yeah, uh, agreed. Um, you could snap in IMDb to find out things about the thing that you're watching. Um, there is a fairly robust media guide built into the, into the Xbox One that also looks at the streaming services that, you, that you've connected to it, like Netflix and Hulu Plus and Amazon Instant Video and et cetera. And so... You know, you can use those, you know, it's, they've sort of turned it into a uh, one-stop, you know, shop to find, you know, location, uh, to find out where stuff is, you know, where, you're welcome, to find, you know, they've they've basically turned it into a single screen where you can find, uh, you know, if if you're looking to find a show, you can find it, whether it's on live TV or a streaming service and so on and so forth, and you get snapped out on the side. Uh, you know, the, the system has Skype built into it, of course, with their camera. And so if uh, somebody calls you on Skype, you'll be able to snap that in the side so you can talk to people while you're watching TV for the hey. 0.5 people out there that want to do that. Um, <laughs> Wait, and so on and so forth. 0.5 people, not even 0.5%, 0.5 people. So there's a half a people out there. <laughs> there's a torso that calls Charlie once a week. <laughs> I just wanted to leave me alone. It's so creepy. You don't so, want to know how he talks. Sign language? No. It's the lower torso. 
The lower torso. <laughs> Wait, torsos do you come with? <laughs> you have a thorax, too? <laughs> hey, he's not the mid-sect. Let's, oh, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's... There's only one mid-sect, and it's from Cleveland. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, something I actually wanted to mention that I totally forgot about. Despite the fact that the Xbox One will have recording capabilities with gameplay and things like that, it will not have DVR functionality for televisions or movies or anything like that. Right. Well, I don't it's think just can. a pass through. So if you right. want to record your live vid- your, your 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 live TV, you still need your DVR in your cable box. You really to want to make job. sure you catch your episodes of Judge Judy, like some uh, like yeah. somebody in this room. Yeah, you'll you'll you'll, <laughs> goat. you'll still have to rent your DVR from your cable provider. They're not going to give you an escape goat for that. Yeah, yeah scapegoat. Yeah. <laughs> Said by goat. I, I, I giggle. Yeah, really got to figure out the other word there. <laughs> Oh, uh, that actually covers just about everything with the hardware and, you know, the, the Movies, interface games, and sports, stuff like sports, that. Sports games, yeah. Sports games, sports, <laughs> more sports, more games, more Yeah, for anybody out there that plays fantasy football, they have an entire video talking about um, how you'll be able to watch. Like, there, there's going to be an app specifically for your fantasy football league. And so you can have your, your, your fantasy football team stats up and be live updated on the, you know, snapped into the side of the screen while you're watching football. Which doesn't appeal to anyone in this room, but nope. whatever. But Matt is just screamed at work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he listens to us at work. Probably not. That probably wouldn't be a good idea. I'd more say I'm pretty sure he already knew that, but... So as far as the Xbox One controller is concerned, um, again, they haven't really messed with the mold too much. They've uh, taken the 360 controller and just refined it a bit. The biggest difference with the Xbox One controller, and uh, which uh, VJ and I had the opportunity to experiment with a little bit. Oh, I guess well, you, you probably. Too. I mean, that, that's right. After I'm you. a late entry, but I got it done. <laughs> so, so, so everybody in this room has the uh, has had the opportunity to mess around with it. Is um that the rump that the that the the, 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 the directional triggers, rumble? Yeah, the the triggers actually have. Force resistance and rumble to them. So, an uh, example, we all played the Forza demo where when you're driving, as your tires start to skid, the, tr- the triggers will actually shake as if kind of... kind of the mid- only the triggers. Yes. Yeah, independent from the rest like of the controller. <laughs> like, the controller has its own rumble, too, just, just like, you know, just like always. Oh, my God. But, but the triggers actually have uh, different, you know, resistance. And, you know, people have talked about so that they could use that force resistance to be like, so when you're going to fire a gun, you could actually have that, like, resistance and then release, you know, when, you know, when you're actually, like, pull the, you know, pull the trigger to make it more realistic feeling, which I think is kind of creepy, but whatever. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure that different games will have, it will incorporate it to be like the new kind of quick time events. Instead of like looking at the screen to see what button to press, like when a, you feel your trigger buzz, you got to press the trigger kind of a thing. Oh God, or, or I'm going to be horrible actions. at that. So, uh, so, so yeah. So, so, uh, um, what, what, what did you think of the rumble triggers, Mike? It was something I really have to get used to. I mean, um, but you know, when we, initially went from like you know the n64 controllers to the rumbling controllers of the generation after that you know it it was something that it was weird that i didn't think at first i thought well this is dumb i'm never uh, like i'm never going to notice actually notice this and then like you know especially uh especially over the past year once you know especially once we got our hands on the new xbox one controller and stuff like that i started noticing exactly like when the controller rumbles and stuff like that and how it doesn't add a lot to the experience but it adds enough to be like Okay, that was well done. And I actually started thinking, mm-hmm. uh, like, on occasions, just like, controller's going to start rumbling because that building across the street is crumbling. And there it goes. Okay, and, and, and it's a weird thing to think about. I, I guess it's more of a, a passive thing to most people, yeah. but it's really a cool thing to kind of look into, just that, like, attention to detail. 
Um, I'm really interested, like you said, like with quick time events, like if you feel the triggers rumble, you know, that's when you got to hit it and stuff like that. I'm really interested to see that in terms of, um, I can see that, you know, say you're playing a first person shooter. I can totally see that becoming a mechanic where, um, you'll suddenly find it really hard to pull the trigger because it won't stop vibrating. It'll try, it'll be simula simulating like, like the gun jams kind of a thing? like the gun jams yeah. or like the character in your game is like suddenly like injured or something like that. So he can't, it's, he's having a harder time pulling the trigger oh, or yeah. something like that. So yeah. I, I, that's another cool level of immersion that I can think about being added into it. Um, I wanted to actually mention, because this is probably something that we're going to completely forget about, the D-pad is massively improved. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's an actual, yeah. like, plus D-pad, like it should be, and not the fucking disc thing that was on the original. Um, and even the improved transforming D-pad, I mean, it was okay, but it made so much fucking noise whenever you move it, and I... I whatever. I, I, the D-pad is so much better. Yep, yep, yep. Now. So what did, what did you think of the rubbling triggers being a racing um, game? Being it's a awesome. Guy. I love it. I love yeah. it. Love it. Love it. Um, I you can gauge your braking more. It, it, what it is is not when your tires skid. Uh, well, depending on vehicle, I notice it's either when your tires skid or more more noticeably, it's uh, when your ABS kicks in and starts. Oh, uh, okay. And that, it starts that, yeah, jumping that on that you. Makes sense. Yeah. So then I can gauge off my brakes, reapply, and stuff like that, so I don't go sliding through corners. And all. It was it was just awesome. Like I, that's like a huge high point for Forza Five with me. Cool. I hope it continues on through most racing simulation games. Like it'd be really nice, kind of actually, to have that in uh, even in Need for Speed. I don't see why they wouldn't include mm -hmm. it. I mean, the hardware's there. They just yeah. gotta throw any, you know, just throw the uh, connectivity in there. Yeah. And the only thing I would ask is if it would rumble when it shifts, so you know when your clutch jumps. But that's that's probably four to six. <laughs> <laughs> I want the listeners to know that I'm making the motion that that <laughs> reference went over my head. <laughs> I think I know what that means, but I'm not going to question it because I don't know much about cars. As far as services are concerned, of course, you've, uh, you know, the Xbox One will still use the Xbox Live service. If you already have Xbox Live subscription, you don't need to do anything different. Your existing Xbox subscription will continue over to the Xbox, uh, Xbox One. Good. Yeah. <laughs> as well as, um, as well as your gamer score and all that fun stuff. Um, wait, wait, will it work with both then if I have both? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, just yeah, just I mean, just like now, if you have multiple 360s, you can sign in on multiple 360s. And it'll just not, keep just, not at the same time, of course. Yeah, but it'll but, keep collecting my score. And yep. It'll just bounce. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And what's cool about that as well is your friends list is universal, so you can see friends that are on their 360 while you're on your Xbox One. I don't think it works the other way around, but I know you can at least see. Yeah. You can laugh at all that downgrade. So pretty yeah. much gonna be you laughing, going, "Ah ha ha! I'm the only one with an Xbox One." Yeah. <laughs> uh, coming along with all that, speaking of friendless friends list, for those of you who are very, very, very popular on the Xbox Lives, your uh, the Xbox the Xbox 360 has a friends list limit of, I believe, a hundred. Correct. It is going up to a thousand on the Xbox One. Yes, I can finally add Tim Schafer. <laughs> Oh yeah, I remember you saying that. that you he couldn't wants add to you put me on his friends list, but he's like, "But I have a hundred people," and it's like, "You can't know a hundred people." And then he showed me his friends list. And I'm like, "These all are people you should know." <laughs> Goat, you have a confused or angry look on your Probably face. Other than like, obviously Schaefer, and and like that level of human. Who needs a thousand friends? Teenagers. Yeah. I think and it's they more, wonder I, why there's issues. I, I think it's more to the point of that they set they they set the number so high they they shouldn't have to worry about it ever again. Oh, somebody will fill it. Interesting thing to note with the uh, Xbox Live thing as well. Speaking of friends lists, uh, you're also able to have followers now 
instead of just, you know, adding each other as friends so people can follow you in your game, you know, uh, escapades, I guess. Uh, <laughs> are you what are okay you doing on the internet on the game systems that you've escapades? You'll find out in Upload Studio. <laughs> uh. So what this boils down to is like, let's say that you want to keep track of what Major Nelson is doing, for example, on Xbox Live. And who doesn't? Yeah, he's he's probably not going to friend you, but you could add him. Speak to, for yourself. Yeah. Well, he might friend you as I'm pointing <laughs> to Mike, but he won't friend me because I'm nobody. Um, Aww, he, no, that's okay. Too. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm just at peace put, with it. It's fine. Just put major in your title or outrank him. <laughs> yeah, I'm General Charlie. <laughs> I order you to friend me. <laughs> it's just a brass I'm, war on I'm, the internet. I'm Fleet Admiral Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, so other people that you might want to keep track of for whatever reason, just to see what they're playing or into, you could add them to your followers list. Um, which is a it's a one-way ad as opposed to the two-way ad, which is friending somebody. And what's cool about that is you can choose what things show up coming out of your feed to your followers as opposed to your friends. So if you want, you know, just your friends to see every little intimate detail about whatever it is you're playing, you can. But if you don't want, say, your followers to see that you're watching Glee every week, then you can choose that your followers won't see that. Suddenly, so goats interest in the Xbox no, 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 One. I, I'm actually, I'm actually. I wish you could do it the other way. It's like all the weird stuff that I watch, so people would stop Coast following me. You can configure it that way if you'd like. It'd be amazing. You like this guy, can. this guy watches Glee and like what the iCarly. What the hell's wrong with this guy? Clearly, this person has a 12 year old girl. I, I, I'm unfunding this person. Thank you. Well, freaking, I mean, like, Netflix roll out their profiles, but not to everything. And so Michelle watches Netflix using what's technically my account on the 360. So all the time it's like, Charlie is watching Dance Academy. It just, you know, it's like, no, I'm, no, Come I'm not. On. So that's your story. You're still sticking to that story, aren't you? Yes. Listen, I, it says the guy that admits to watching My Little Pony. Do you think I have any problems with admitting what I watch? <laughs> I say, you're all like, she's watching Dancing Cam. I'm like, and the My Little Pony is actually you. Yep, yep, yep it, it definitely is. I'll have to show you my limited edition. Well, the first step is admitting. The second step is stopping. <laughs> Before you leave, remind me to show you my limited edition DJ Pony uh, f- figure from... Uh, Comic-Con with the Swarovski crystals on it that I was gifted for being awesome and I'm not making that up. Huh. Anywho. Am I um, the only one that actually feels out-nerded right now? <laughs> no, the and that's that, hard to do. No, I mean, I'm me. I'm, I, I write heavy metal video game music <laughs> as a career choice and I, now I'm just like, I'm gonna go... <laughs> No, stay. No, 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 no offense, Charlie. You <laughs> know, we, 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 of course, yeah, love it, you here. It just makes me think, like, back in the day in high school, magic wasn't that bad. <laughs> and I've never played magic, so. Yeah. I'm okay with playing magic because. I did play Charlie's the Star Trek the, card game. Yeah. Charlie's, <laughs> the, Charlie's the alternate option. I'm good. Magic's hey. cool. Magic's, hey. At this point, magic's masculine. <laughs> Oh, I'm confident. You pronounced masculine wrong. I have hardware that screws up most things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> On to the Xbox One. Uh, so, uh, following in the, in the tradition of the Xbox 360, uh, you will need to have a paid Xbox Live Gold subscription to watch their online video streaming services like Netflix and coming eventually, but not at launch, HBO Go. Oh. Yeah. Or well, HBO got left in the closet. 
Yeah. <laughs> no reason why I've taken them longer than everybody else, but um, you know, the all the pretty much all the rest of the staples like uh, as I said, Netflix, H, uh, not HP, uh, Netflix, Hulu Plus, Amazon Instant Video, um, Yeah, the the only ones that I recognize that are coming to PS4 and not 360 are Crunchyroll and Epics. I believe Epics might be a Sony property, but I might be yeah, okay. Uh and then Crunchyroll I believe is strictly anime. It is. So yeah. I, I so which be, makes sense why the Japanese have it. Oh yeah, yeah. I suppose <laughs> that makes a little more sense. Uh, but yeah. So let's see here. Um, of course, it comes with Skype out of the box. You do need to have a paid Xbox Live Gold subscription to use the Skype service, but you do not need to pay for any sort of premium Skype service that you can have. Pre- presumably, yeah. you need to have a Skype account. Well, your Microsoft account is can be is your Skype account. It's really? it's the same credentials. Yeah, they they merged they merged those a while ago. Yeah. Oh, shows how well, often I use Skype. When Microsoft bought Skype, you, you can still Microsoft bought Skype. Oh, Where this the is... hell have I been? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, not on the Skype page. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't aware. Yeah, yeah. So you you can yeah. So currently, if you know if you if you created a Skype handle before the acquisition, you you can still sign in with that. Otherwise, you just sign it. You just sign in with your uh, whatever your Microsoft account is. If you have a Windows eight PC, you know you 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 know it's it's highly recommended you use a, a Microsoft account for that. And so most people use the same account for their Xbox and their Windows PC and their Skype. And so it's just all, you know, it's a very good. Because everything being unified is awesome. It's a googly way of doing things. Yes, definitely. Googly. You do need to pay for the Xbox Live service to use the game DVR, which I think I may have mentioned before. But just because it's relevant, I'm mentioning it again. The streaming service, it is to be announced if you will need to have a pay if you will need to pay for Xbox Live to use that, but I presume that you will. Um, curiously, you will also need to pay you will you need to have a paid Xbox Live Gold subscription service to use Internet Explorer, which I find to be an odd decision. <laughs> but insert they couldn't pay me to use Internet Explorer comment here. <laughs> well, if it's my if it's my only choice, I'm sure I'll be using it at some point, but whatever. Well, Char- Charlie, you're the person that always has an iPad with an arm's length. I don't think you'll have pro- well, problems, you know. Fair enough. <laughs> and if the iPad's down, he's got like three laptops in a circle around him at all points. I'm pretty sure he's actually got screens built into his eyes yeah, that yeah. we can't see from here. Yeah. And worst worst like, I, like super advanced Google Glass. Worst case Defcon 7, his phone is in his pocket. <laughs> I admit to nothing. <laughs> and of course, with the NFL's partnership with Microsoft, uh, it does come with that super fancy NFL app for doing all that fun stuff. But again, you will need to have an Xbox Live Gold subscription to take advantage of it because Don't Microsoft care, fucking sports. Because <laughs> Microsoft wants all the money. Um, so all of it, just fucking all of it. <laughs> so we're really close to just getting rid of like it, the the point of having like a silver membership. You can't play with your friends. You can't access well, anything that you I want always, to. As I always said, the silver membership, or it's not even called a silver membership anymore. It's just like a free membership, I think. Um, the other membership. Yeah, the, the not gold one. I want them to call it the not gold membership. Um, the not a member membership? fool's gold membership. <laughs> there we go. Um, the, the silver membership I always actually recommend to like parents for their children you know if their children are like really young and stuff like that because obviously they don't need you know a lot of that stuff they need netflix they have for kids well then the parents will presumably have a gold account with the parental controls with the parental controls and stuff like that that they can control all of that which is something that you know is going to be able to do that you're going to be able to have the the master account and then like the sub accounts and stuff like that so i'll be able to do that Yeah, yeah 
Okay, so now that we've got all the hardware and the, the services and etc. out of the way, let's talk games. Because, you know... It is a gaming device at the end of the day. Yeah, I, some people have forgotten that. Uh, so, of course, starting off, you've got Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, Battlefield 4, Call of Duty Ghosts, Crimson Dragon, which is a, uh exclusive title, for those of you keeping track. Dead Rising 3, also exclusive title. FIFA 14, Fighter Within, uh, exclusive title, but not worth looking into. Uh, Forza Motorsport 5, Just Dance 2014, Killer Instinct, Lego Marvel Super Heroes, Loco Cycle, Madden NFL 25, NBA 2K14, NBA Live 14, Need for Speed Rivals, Power Star Golf, which I imagine will wow, be... Wow, that's a left turn. Goat's first... Uh, yes. Yes, I will get Power Star Golf and Forza and play them simultaneously. Can you record it? Yes, golfing at 200 miles an hour on a Ferrari. Uh, Rise, Son of Rome, Skylander Swap Force, Zoo Tycoon. Really? That's a thing still? Not only that, but it's a retail game. Like It's a boxed game. Yeah, that surprised huh. me too. Um, and Zumba Fitness World Party. There's Charlie's launch title. <laughs> Um, so I got five. The, the launch window titles. Uh, games coming out between uh, launch and March 2014 is significantly shorter <laughs> than PlayStation 4's. PlayStation 4's had a list that was as big, if not bigger, than the actual yeah. launch titles, as we covered. Um, the, the launch window for the Xbox One has six. Uh, Connect Sports Rivals, which was originally a launch title. Minecraft Xbox One Edition, in case you don't own it on the... 18 other devices it's available on. Peggle 2, also originally a launch title. Project Spark, Titanfall, and Wolfenstein The New Order. I have a question. I have you an answer. You did not mention Angry Birds Star Wars. Is that not a launch title? It apparently isn't. Oh, look at that. And I remember I remember I put together I put together a um you know an info packet for some coworkers at Best Buy and stuff like that so th they would be up to snuff on this thing. I do remember thinking or seeing that that Angry Birds Star Wars was coming out on PlayStation 4 but not Xbox 1 for some reason. Hmm, interesting. I would imagine it's probably going to come at some point but it, they just haven't announced it yet. Yeah. Um so, uh, again, you know, looking at the launch games and stuff like that, you know, still kind of lackluster. I mean, we've got more exclusives here, but they're not really... Huge. They're, they're, they're not Halo. You know, no. they're not Fable. They're not no. Gears of War. You know, there's Forza in there, but... but that's uh, like... A, but as Goat said a, a bunch of times, Forza's Forza. You yeah. know, you, you can't really change a whole lot about Forza. Well, I put it on Twitter. You can't really improve perfection. They've hit the they've hit the top of that game. Didn't didn't I see something where Forza 5 actually has 200 cars less than Forza 4? I think so. The roster is a bit smaller, which makes sense. But don't they finally have Ferraris or something like that? Yeah, they have the Ballista and they have the whole Ferrari line. So, that's cool, but it it, it whatever. I mean, 200 cars, 300 cars, it's it, it's Forza. It's awesome. I mean, you know, they could put it in freaking go-karts. As long as it's Forza. I'd play the it. shit out of go-kart Forza. <laughs> Forza kart? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd, I'd be play amazing. the shit out of that. <laughs> Suddenly you're driving around as a little uh, cartoonized version of Master Chief and, like, a go-kart version of a Ferrari. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd that play would, the shit. Yeah, that would definitely I'd, put me online. I'd play the shit out of that. We would multiplayer that. No, you'd pick the Fable character. <laughs> and uh, one other thing to mention, uh, speaking of launch titles, is that uh, 
you know, with the with the technical advancements in the new uh, Connect Two camera, there is um, they're taking advantage of that with an Xbox Fitness app that they're coming out with uh, uh, in. I believe it's. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I, all of the literature I found says holiday, so I don't know if it's launch per se, but I believe it'll be coming out at least, um, you know, at least before you know within the first couple of weeks. Because they've said that it's free until until 2015, so I, hopefully it'll be allowed for out for at least a month. But basically, what this is is um, if anybody's ever looked at the Yourself Fitness apps that came out with the Connect for the Xbox 360, it's an interactive um, exercise title. So that basically the the Connect watches you and it sees what you do, and so it <laughs> takes it takes you through. <laughs> it takes you so through. So you're telling me I need to put on pants now? I I don't know. <laughs> I didn't. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it, takes you through, it takes you through uh, these workout routines. And, um, and uh, to be perfectly honest, it was your self-fitness and the Connect that helped me lose 40 pounds after, after the Connect came out. Awesome. So I can, I can vouch for its, uh, if, for its effectivity, provided that you use it. Of course, that's, you know, I'm not giving any, you know, I'm not a doctor, so don't, don't listen to me. Um, but the Xbox Fitness app um, is basically taking that and it's making, turning it into almost like a service. So what they're doing is they're taking popular workout instructors and people who have made, um, uh, you know, different exercise videos and routines and regimens and things like that. Um, if you've ever, you know, you know, if you've caught, if you're the kind of person that catches infomercials at, at late night, you may have seen some of these people advertising their workout programs. Uh, we've got uh, Jillian Michaels, most famous for the um, abs hmm? for her abs. Well, <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> the, the from the Biggest Loser TV series. Um, oh, I thought she was just she on all from. those. I thought she was just on all those bottles and boxes at Walgreens in that one aisle. No, she she does more. Yes, yeah. uh, Tony Horton uh, with his P90X program. Oh, uh, that Tracy guy. Anderson from the uh, Metamorphosis program. Uh, Sean T, famous for his insanity training program. I was going to say that, that and P90X are the only ones I've heard of. Yeah, um, but uh, here you might uh, you might recognize Tracy Anderson. If you don't recognize her, you're going to want to because she's uh, she's not an in, she's not an inattractive person. Oh, I've seen her. <laughs> I had no idea what she did, and I really didn't care. <laughs> But so the idea is that um, it's going to be your self fitness, but it's it's turning it into a service instead of just a instead of a a just program. A, 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 instead of just a disc based or downloadable title, right? So um, for for how for until 2015, the service is going to be free, and after that, it's going to cost an un, from um, it's going to cost an unannounced <laughs> monthly fee. It sounded like you were about to say an arm and a leg. <laughs> <laughs> well, they haven't announced it, so we don't really know. Um, and so it's going to be them taking, you know, these these trainers taking their, you know, depending how you look at it, famous workout regimens, but making them interactive. So, you yeah. know, as you're doing them, if if you're, you know, if you're if you're following the regimen and the connect is watching you and, uh, you know, for those of you who haven't noticed if, you know, we haven't really talked about the capabilities of the connect Two too much, but the connect Two is quite the impressive piece of hardware. Just to give you one example of how sensitive it is by looking at you between its infrared cameras and It'll just start judging you <laughs> <laughs> potentially. <laughs> What I was going to say is that just by looking oh, you're at you, eat that yes, uh, just looking, just <laughs> suddenly Charlie doesn't want to purchase an Xbox One anymore. It's not me. <laughs> just by looking at you, the Connect Two can determine your heart rate just from using its various sensors, and so you know, using using that kind of input, it's able to look at you and really 
tailor an exercise program specifically for you and be able to tell you if you're doing it correctly or not. And so for anybody that is interested in, you know, using the Connect 2 as a workout accessory like the Connect, like the original Connect, this is far and beyond evolved. Interesting. So here's an idea, and it's a wild idea. But what if they made you pay off your little subscription every month by so many calories? I would be down with that. That would be because amazing. Because you'd be, be, it'd make more sense. Like, yeah. you know, all right, I need to use this. Would, well, I really need to use this because I don't yeah, want to pay for it. actually work for me, too. Yep. Yeah, Mike's like, okay, I got to get 300 calories out of this thing because I'm not paying for this this month. Yep. I'm uh I'm I'm all about the quantified self, which is a a term you know to apply to people that use like Fitbits and things like that to kind of like have an idea of like how many calories they burn and things like yeah. that. I wear a Fitbit Flex on my wrist every day, and so um you know I, you know I'm 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 interested in this because like I say the original Connect and Yourself Fitness was very successful for me, and so I'm uh you know I've gotten a little bit soft since then, and so I'm I'm looking into you know uh, committing into a new workout regimen, and so this is just. One other thing that's that the Xbox One is going to do for me, so yeah. Well, and it'll never end too. You run out, of, you run out of disk space with this your shape stuff, but this. Yeah, with the original, with the original your shape, I beat the game essentially. Yeah. I mean, like I could have kept, <laughs> I could have kept on doing the same routines over and over and over and over again. But, but that is one of the few games that I hundred percented as far as achievements go. Um, and you know, <laughs> it's with, incredible. With uh, with your shape, you with your shape twenty twelve, they definitely made it a lot more challenging to get all those achievements and. Um, that was at the point where I actually started running outside. <laughs> so, hey, wow, I, um, this has got a really big connect at this door. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't like it because I didn't have a camera watching me the whole time. So I don't have to run in place out here. I could just <laughs> run. But um, that tree hurts so, yeah. a lot more than the couch. <laughs> so, so, so I, I, I'm, I'm interested in it, and it's, oh, um, yeah. it's, it's further justifying my, uh, my Xbox One purchase. So we, uh, you know, going along with that and with the, you know, the theme of games and stuff like that, um, we already know Goat's not picking one up because he doesn't have a reason to until Fable Legends comes out. Um, and then I will pick up Forza 5 and Fable Legends and you will not see me for a month. A month? Two weeks. Okay, that's a little bit more realistic. <laughs> Um, I've already mentioned before that my uh, launch title of choice is Assassin's Creed 4. Not terribly exciting. It's a multi-platform game, but it's something that I haven't played yet, and I've always played on Xbox consoles. Uh, Charlie, you were telling me your uh, your launch title of choice, but I don't think the listeners are aware. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be picking up Rise um, because it's the well, it's the only um, for you know, it's the only exclusive title that interests me because I think they've got. Yeah, between disc base, it's that, and it's Dead Rising three, which I didn't play one and two, and uh, I mean, like, I, I like. Yeah, you really don't need to. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll depend on how, you know, you know, just depending on you know what uh, what the what the you know what what's said about it, and what the reviews are after yeah. it comes out, that may sway me to check it out. Um, but well, that um, sales, let's be honest. Yeah. You can get yeah. it for like, hey, it's on sale for half off. You buy one. Yeah, why not? Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, my um, you know, I've I don't have enough of an interest in it to inject it into my already thirty game deep backlog. I think I'm at right wow, now. Even I'm not that bad. Yeah, I'm also very excited about Local Cycle. Yeah, because I, I might have to pick up Local Cycle yeah. as well. That's for, for, for pixels, right? Twisted yeah. Pixel, yeah. yeah. For, yeah the, pe- the 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 fine folks that are responsible for the um, Explosion Man series, which <laughs> oh, those games are so good. <laughs> Explosion Man um, and Miss Explosion Man are mm-hmm. definitely there's. I believe they still have available that for um, that you can get 
um explosion man miss explosion man and what is that superhero game called comic jumper comic jumper yeah. i believe you can buy them all together um as a digital purchase on a, on the xbox live marketplace i think the mall is involved with that too i think it's all four of them now is it all oh is it all oh yeah, yeah okay that, I, that would make sense because that's that's their other title yeah um you know, it's, the, it's the mall is good collection. it's not as good as the rest of them no but um but still they are all very excellent games and i think they have a pack out that's either 10 or 15 bucks do, for, yeah. all, all, yeah. for all for all of them and that is absolutely worth every penny uh interesting thing to note about loco cycle when i the info packet i mentioned when i was what i did for all the exclusive games i wrote about and things like that i didn't write things about all of them because let's be honest we all know what skylanders is at this point bunch of plastic it's a bunch of plastic um and rfid chips and regret thank you a lot of regret (laughs) yeah um so when i got to write and for each game i wrote the description a brief description, um, a couple selling points, and then like who the game would be great for. The description was you're a, you're a panicky Hispanic guy attached to a robotic motorcycle named Iris, fluent in 40 forms of motorcycle combat, and Iris is taking it upon herself to slash itself to rid the world of evil motorcycles. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Was the next point. <laughs> And then for who's it? Who it's? Uh, who would be great for? I said it'd be great for anyone. That's the best fucking plot ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, because uh, all of the gameplay video that I've seen is quite literally this motorcycle racing down the road, causing destruction. <laughs> with this guy, with this, with this yeah. guy hanging off it, screaming things in Spanish, which is just comical. Have you, have you seen excellent. the behind the scenes of that guy doing the voices? No. Oh my god, he gets. We'll, we'll have to look it up. It's, okay. He gets so animated. It's ridiculous. Um, uh, also to note, uh, since we're talking about, um, you know, games we're excited about and stuff like that, I'm really excited about Titanfall, mm-hmm. believe it or not. You gonna um, buy the, uh, the monsters issue? I am not buying the fucking $250 foot and a half tall I'm sure statue you, you edition. You get a lamp you could put on him or something. <laughs> Harley's loading the marshmallow gun that's still no, here, not. and I'm kind of, no, I'm not. I'm kind of frightened. Everything's fine. Oh, I've okay. I, 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 you could have had me fooled. Oh, you missed. Yeah, firearms <laughs> are not Charlie's forte. Yeah, no. That's okay. It's a marshmallow arm. <laughs> anyway, so we've covered the hardware, software, games, everything. So uh, that only leads the mailbag left. The other half of the mailbag. The other half of the mailbag. The other half. Um, since the green we, side. Since the, the green side. Um, since we went ahead and covered all Taylor's stuff for the PlayStation version, of course, Songbird wrote in. Our, our two most, you know, our uh, most dedicated listeners, I guess. You know, we, so we split them up. We gave the them ones each the typing capabilities. Yeah. Um, so Songbird, of course, starts off Dear Viking Jesus Goat and Technotronicorn. I'd love to be able to enter the next gen as I did with the Wii U, but I'm afraid I'll be sitting this one out. Admittedly, during the E3 conference, I knew I wasn't going to get them at launch, but seeing games like Watch Dogs bummed me out. Of course, that was before all of the delays, so the sting of not being with the in-crowd has lessened. Which I can understand. You know, I I was kind of pissed off when Watch Dogs was delayed, because that was my PS4 game of choice, but... You know, one of the biggest contributors to me not keeping mine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, as I say, the more the more delays, the more this that the, the lower the balloon came, and I was like, "That's not. It's just a shiny balloon in the ground now." I'll wait. <laughs> but I'm gonna take that shiny balloon and run with it. <laughs> That's a metaphor that'll come back to haunt me. 
Uh, Songbird <laughs> says, there's one thing that's bugging me about the new generation of consoles. Why can't we have more colors than black? I don't have anything against the color itself, but I wish consoles would clean them, could clean themselves. Did the people who designed the original Xbox try dusting it? Uh, funny you should mention that, Songbird. I don't know if you, um... Uh, you, you follow me on Instagram or not, um, but I found my old ex original Xbox while I was making room for next-gen consoles. Uh, Charlie is eating all of the marshmallows, by the way. I need sugar. I'm so tired. <laughs> You're killing our ammunition for... Wait, she's not here. Move on. <laughs> uh, I found my original Xbox, and I hadn't moved it since I got my 360 eight years ago, so it was coated in about an inch of dust. That'll happen. It, it was, That's why I boxed mine back, my, mine back up. Yeah, like my original Xbox is boxed up until I'll need it. Yeah, mine's just sitting under my bed now. Yeah. Um, do you guys ever feel the want for different colored consoles aside from just black? No, my entertainment center is black. All yeah. of my all of my electronics are black. My TV's black. It's just the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I mean, just like Goat, every single component in my entertainment center is black, except for my Wii. original white. My white Wii sticks out like. And, horribly and in my the scheme white, of things and my white 360 i still have the old oh, school okay. yeah, yeah. 360 that, that was uh, yeah i don't mind what color they are as long as they match I, i'm slightly ocd like that i'm glad that all my consoles for this coming generation are going to be black because last generation i had a white wii i had a white 360 and then i had a black ps3 and 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 so i was like really I, I, oh, whatever there are there are occasions where i look at my you know i've still got my gold n64 sitting next to my uh PS3, oddly enough, and I, I wish that they would do that again. Just like, especially mm. you see all these cool like special edition consoles that come out in Japan and stuff like that, and it's just like that's really fucking cool. I want that, but apparently, yeah. apparently, I, I, Americans are immune to color. I, admittedly, I was pretty bummed out that the uh, the the Zelda edition Wii U was not gold. It was just like frilled up with some it just had stickers. Yeah, I was like, all right, whatever. And. The, the the other side of it too is just simply logistics. Is that you know it um you know it's uh you know when, when you're talking about manufacturing something that's going to be demand is is at least hopefully greatly you know, <laughs> much greater than supply. Yeah. It's um it's you know it's it's a simple matter of that you want to pump as many of these, of, of these things out in the shortest amount of time possible. And as soon as you add in factors like different colored cases that's when you might have something well that, that's when you at the very least you're definitely increasing manufacturing time right because they've got to then stop the machine and switch it over to the white version or whatever or right. they have to have double the machines and, 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 then, and, then, and then after that you know once the manufacturing is done as it's on store shelves it might pull an aqua blue 3ds and suddenly no one wants that version of it and so it's just like oh great now i've got all this version of this color yeah. that i can't fucking do anything with right Plus, also for planning's sake, it um, it makes it, you know, it, it sets them up for being able to, you know, just reinvigorate sales later by announcing the, oh, now it comes in white, or now it comes yeah. in neon red, and, you know, whatever, and so... Well, that, and you, <clears throat> at launch, you want to have as few SKUs as possible. Right, exactly. Right. Uh, Which is definitely one thing that's that's new about this generation, is that there is one SKU of the Xbox One and one SKU of the PS4. There are no variants. It's, yeah. We haven't seen that before. Yeah. Well, I think people are finally getting the fact that we want... 700 terabyte hard drives <laughs> and it should make coffee well, drive what me to work what would you do me? with 700 terabytes download the internet <clears throat> yeah that's what people okay. want to do okay can you download the internet with 700 <clears throat> terabytes charlie no okay 
Bummer. But you know what I'm saying? So they, they're getting rid of these multiple SKUs. They just, all right, you want the biggest thing you can possibly get, the fastest thing you want here. Just, you could, that's it. You couldn't even download Netflix with 700 terabytes. Challenge accepted. <laughs> I'll compress it all. It'll all look like shit, but I'll, I'll, I'll get it. I, I still want my hepabyte. <laughs> that's not a word. What comes after terabyte? Petabyte. Petabyte? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was looking, trying to find an external petabyte, and he's like, no. <laughs> I want to download all of the things. I was like, one petabyte should keep me occupied. He's like, it doesn't exist. I'm like, well, you suck. <laughs> yeah, the government is looking for that, too. So, this is, uh, anyway, um, I'll assume the last-gen consoles came out... I'll assume when the last-gen consoles came out that they had people in videos explaining the makings of the systems. No. Uh, was there anyone who voiced concerns which inevitably led to occurrences like the Red Ring of Death? Is there any indication of this happening again? Um, I, here's two things that I keep reiterating. The two biggest... Okay, e each of the three consoles last generation each had their massive shortcomings. With the 360, it was the three red lights. With the Wii, it was massive shortages. With the PS3, it was basically just slowness of the system and the horrible firmware updates. And the price. And the lack of software. And, well, that, uh, that, that affected that's, something the PS3. That, that's something that a lot of consoles yeah. are suffering well, from that, now. Then that, that swing affected the PS3, because right. everybody's like, well, I'll buy the other one, because the games are out for it. Right. So, I, and I, I like to think that these, you know, uh, these big corporations are capable of actually being able to learn from not only their own mistakes, but from other companies' mistakes. Um... That's one of the uh, that's one of the reasons that you know the Xbox 360 Slim came out where it didn't even have you know a three red light function built yeah. into it. If it recognized that it was going to happen, then it just told uh, the player that's like, hey, you should probably shut your console down soon, <laughs> you know, instead of just I did, oh brick, you know. No, I did like that though. I did like that. We're like, we got rid of the three rings of three rings of death. How we took out the red lights. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a really easy problem yeah, to solve. Like, Saved us money on the LEDs, too. Yeah, so. it's fine now. You will never see three rings again, because it's impossible. Um, and, you know, a couple people have their have their hands on their consoles now, particularly the Xbox One, because Target screwed up and sent about 150 of them out to customers already, and we haven't seen anything bad yet. Um, in fact, the people that have taken to Twitter and started talking about it have had nothing but good things to say about the Xbox One so far. As far as Microsoft's response to those people could leave something to be desired. Yeah, for those of you that aren't familiar, uh, Microsoft temporarily banned uh, the users that got the Xbox One. They admitted that they will unban them once we get closer to the release date, and even in some cases there was that one guy who is like a high-profile YouTube person. Um, they invited him to the Xbox One launch event with all of Microsoft's like top brass and stuff like that, so... So that uh, they, oh. they they explain it away by saying we're still putting the finishing touches on the service, and so just to protect the quality of the experience, we're just well, not going to let anybody on until launch day. See, see, here's the thing, and this is something that uh, this is something that I actually kind of agree with Microsoft with. They said something along the lines of that they have agreements with third parties that are showing up on Xbox Live right now that can't be public. So. If okay. if because if, so if information got out from Xbox Live that isn't supposed to be public yet, now Microsoft's in trouble with those publishers. Oh, okay. Not to mention that Target is already in deep shit with Microsoft just because they released those well, consoles early, accidentally or no. At the end of the day, here, like, okay, you guys got a couple early, 
and you're pissed that you don't have the service that isn't supposed to launch when you're supposed to get your console to begin with. <laughs> Just well, well, it's the, the point is that it's not their fault. No, you know, it's no one's fault. But right. tough shit. Wait well, till twenty it's, seconds. It's, it's, Sit it's, on it. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and you know, yeah, I, I was reading the article. Like Otago was like pretty much like covering this for this one guy mm. that was the most vocal on Twitter yeah. about it. Like as every time he tweeted, they were just adding it along to the article. So I kind of read through the history yeah. after it all happened, and um, you know, his his response was basically he even said like, "Do not take anything from this experience." Like, like. Like if my like if you know Microsoft you know I think this is a great console and don't let anything that's happened to me dissuade you from buying one. Like he was very positive about the console and even though yeah. Microsoft banned him, like he even said like it's fine, like it's okay, guys, stop freaking out. So yeah, yeah he, like he, he, he didn't have any hard feelings whatsoever. Yeah, he, yeah but he, just, he took it very yeah, well. It's just one of those things of like everybody's freaking out, but you have something you're not supposed to have, and they're going to turn you off until you're supposed to have it. Right. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. Completely understand. <laughs> Well, I, I think once we learned the context of everything, you know, it made a little bit more sense yeah. and people were more at ease with it. But when it when it appeared that if, you know, if I got an Xbox one on my doorstep and it would be like, well, I'm probably not going to be on live well, see, for soon. See, here's, here's the thing. Uh, I know I know this being, you know, in the in the video game journalism world and stuff like that before. There is a certain white list of gamer tags and stuff like that, that if, you know, such and such appears that they're playing an Xbox one game it's fine but if someone pops up on the service that yeah. isn't on that whitelist they're banned because they have to be doing something yeah you know it's just it's just it's it's your, a your reflex yeah. it's a reflex mechanism it's just like this guy's got to be doing something bad you know especially if they look through the account it's just like oh he's all he does is play fucking like you know madden you yeah. know it's stuff like that um but if you're on the whitelist, you're supposed to be on the whitelist, and you're doing something. If you're not, you're not supposed to be in the ring. Right. No, 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 no. no, no. But, but a lot of people don't know that this, such a list exists, is my point. Well, and, yeah. and so, you know, my all my gamer tags are on that list because, you know, I've, I've you know, been in the industry and stuff mm. like that. So if an Xbox One magically showed up at my door, I'd be able to play it and update it no problem. Well, they'd also and, think you were doing, like, reviews and stuff, too, probably. Well, yes. Mm -hmm. Um... But I mean, journalists—they all have the consoles yeah. right, now, right now. But they're under such a strict NDA that it's not even funny. Like, yeah, yeah, like, fine. like they won't even uh, admit that they have this shit. They're they not well. You and I both know that review embargoes can be really lax, but also oh, yeah, really yeah, strict but and stuff like that. Be like. FBI right. strict because it doesn't it, exist until the 20 seconds. It is. It is. Yeah. So, which, is, which is why you'll see, like, you know, Joystick did their, you know, weekly what are you playing mm. over the weekend kind of stuff, and, like, five of them, like, couldn't answer because they're all playing next-gen yeah. games. What are you playing? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, <laughs> I'm playing Redacted, you know. Yeah, the majority of, um, you know, with the rampant piracy that exists on the 360, the majority of the ban waves that Microsoft has had to ban people mm -hmm. weren't because they were detected they were playing banned, you know, like burned games or whatever. It was because these people were constantly playing games before they were released. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, exactly. This, this Microsoft's is, not dumb. They have yeah. an entire wing of Microsoft headquarters that just watches people on Xbox Live and sees what they do. As they should. Yeah, exactly. Damn. So, um, have you guys had the chance to demo the Connect Two yet? We have not. Oh, they didn't have it at the Microsoft Store. I figured they would have had it running. Did, so did they? I, I didn't um, go. No, go it went was by just uh, it was the Killer Instinct Forza Five. Oh, so it was the same thing. You and yeah, I played, it was Charlie. sitting there, and they're like, "That's the Connect Two, and that's a Surface." Here, play Forza Five. <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah, so not, none of us have gotten a chance to try no, out the Connect I don't think Two. They're doing I, I, any hardware 
demos on the Connect 2 yet, actually. Well, they, they had behind-closed-doors demos at E3, but, mm-hmm. I, um, but I didn't go to E3 this year, so... E3 demos don't count. Well, I'm saying demos, like, to the real people who can go out and actually do them, instead of, like, well, oh, E3 doesn't... No, no, E3 demos totally count, because remember, we're journalists at this point. Yeah, but I'm saying... Remember when you came to that realization a month ago, when you are just yeah, like, oh, man, I'm a journalist now. Yeah. It's all your fault. <laughs> it's a real, I'm saying for, like, our listeners, they can't just... Well, Trample into E3 and be like, hey, can I borrow a Connect well, 2 for Songbird two minutes? just wants to know what we think about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, uh, Songbird's followed us, I know, s- since the beginning, you know. So, oh, you know, I know, I'm not saying that. I, just, I, don't, I, I don't think there's any public hardware demos I, out of I'm Connect 2 yet, is all I'm saying. If there isn't. <laughs> um, if you went to E3 and tried it there, would you be able to talk about it or no? Yes. I should be able to. I mean, it, 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 I, I didn't do too many, like, behind-closed-doors demos the two times I did go to E3. Um, and the ones that I did, there wasn't anything... I didn't sign anything or I didn't agree to anything okay. that said you couldn't talk about it. Okay. You know, um, I would imagine there are certain instances where you have to keep uh, information... I, I know for a, Well, I know for a fact there's instances where you have to keep information about certain events and stuff like that embargoed, um, especially because now they're starting to do these things where they have... An entire day, like the week before E3, it might even be several days, where it's just press. Like, E3 is usually press and retailers and distributors and people who make the games and stuff like that. But now there's entire days where just press just goes in and just, like, tries everything out. I believe they do have to, um, you know, be under some... Uh, like embargo or NDA for that, but you know, as far as like just you know demos during the regular E3 days and stuff like that, I've never seen anything where you had to be secret about it. Okay. Um, does the PS4 and the Xbox One have AV cables? If not, how many people do you suspect will be upset they didn't know and etc. They don't, right? We we mentioned that yeah, both, yeah, of, both of them are HDMI. They have to be HDMI. Yep. So yeah, like we covered, both consoles are only HDMI. Um, as far as people that are upset about that, uh. Buy new TVs and join the current <laughs> century. Um, aside from that, uh, there are HDMI to anything else converter boxes that you can find oh, out yeah. there. Yeah. Um, if, if you're if you're if you're actually curious about something like that, monoprice.com is a fantastic website for finding pretty much any cable and converter box that you could possibly think of at reasonable prices. Yeah, and that sounded a lot like an ad, and I'm fine with that because they're really, <laughs> they're a really great website. So, um, and so yeah. I'm okay with it too, as a person who works at kind of a competitor. Um. So yeah, if you if you don't have an HD set, you're you're out of luck, kind of, unless you get all these adapters and stuff. Anyway, um, were you guys able to get anything from the Walmart glitch? Uh, we tried. <laughs> Charlie actually texted me, um, like instantly after it started happening, and it's just like, well, Best Buy matched this stuff, and I looked the I looked at the pages, and I'm like. I mean, yeah, we should. I had just woken up at that point. I'm like, yeah, we should. And he's like, can you try? And I was like, yeah, but I don't work till four. And then by like noon, it was all fixed and everything like yeah. that. And then, you know, stories started going everywhere. It's just like, it was a glitch. We're not going to honor anything ever. And it's like, yeah, okay, fucking whatever. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't even think about it at the time is that, um, you know, they have stamped all over the website that online prices may differ from in-store prices. So mm-hmm. it didn't even occur to me to try and go to a store. But then people started posting, like later I saw a bunch of people had posted pictures of Walmart receipts from in-store with those same I, prices. I imagine what they probably did. Um, Walmart probably has a similar policy that Best Buy does where they will match their own website. Okay. And... I'm going to assume that the average intelligence of a Walmart employee isn't high enough to question anything like that. Yeah. 
No offense to any Walmart employees that listen to the podcast. Mm, yeah. Or maybe some. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We've worked on Walmart before. I know. I know. Before we brought Charlie in, the uh, goat and I. Oh, well, there's the company and there's Walmart. the people. Yeah, that's true. We're blaming- mean, come on. There's this website dedicated to these people. They know who they <laughs> well, are. And there's the customers. <laughs> that's a third group. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Songbird also says, and what the heck is up with Canada's Best Buy? Seriously, what do they plan to do with all those games traded in? Do you know what she's talking about? I don't. You're going to have to <laughs> fill me in. So, yeah, I caught this yesterday. I told Michelle about it, and Michelle's like, what are they thinking? So, the um, the the Canadian branch of Best Buy, which also includes... Uh, Future a, Shop? Yes, thank you. Uh, uh, the Future Shop stores. Um, decided, You're welcome from yeah. a Best Buy employee. <laughs> I'm really, yeah, after you say that, I'm really surprised you haven't heard about this. They decided to have a promotion where you could bring in any, and I mean any 360 PS or 360 or PS3 game. Uh huh. And trade it in for a copy of Battlefield 4 or Call of Duty Ghost or something like that. What? Yeah. <laughs> so i mean like no, sneak no. king right over there you could bring that in and trade it in for a copy of a guys, brand new guys, I'm game go take a trip to canada real quick i'll uh i don't think the gas will even out i don't think it will either <laughs> um but yeah well this, see i i i'm you know i i used to write for a website where the editor directly above me and the editor directly above him were both canadian so all the time they would tell me about these ridiculous deals from best buy canada and future shop and stuff like that and so i'm no stranger to some of these just like new yeah and so oh, i'm no okay. stranger i'm no stranger to just like how the fuck are they pulling this off like i remember the thing that was most outrageous they were selling uh they were selling new games at used game prices that GameStop had them for. So, like, you know, say, you know, a, a copy of whatever Call of Duty was popular at that time was 60 bucks. If GameStop was selling it used for 45 then bam, you just got a new copy of Call of Duty at Best Buy for 45 bucks. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, how could that... No, that does, I can't even get that get it with that with my employee discount, you know? That's just kind of ridiculous, but it whatever, they're... Best Buy Canada. Yes. They're apparently so, so what, what was the exact contents, uh, the context of her questions? Just what were they thinking? Just what were they thinking? Um, typically, when retailers do like inevitable profit loss promotions like that, it's to get people in the store and hopefully buy yeah, other things. Absolutely. So that, 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 I mean, that that's the end of it. It's absolutely. You know, we're you know, <laughs> and goat over here Go shaking is his of head. Of course, shaking his head. <laughs> the the person that hates retail above almost everything. No, I'm telling you, there's one guy in that company who's looking for that special edition, like, stadium. <laughs> <laughs> like, Pokemon Stadium on PS3. He's, he's going to fight it. So you think this entire thing is just yeah. a ploy to try to get people to trade in their accidentally rare <laughs> games? Yeah. Yep. And he's probably, and then somebody's going to go through all of them and look for them, and then this guy's going to get that set that he wanted. It's an interesting conspiracy, but everyone nonetheless. <laughs> They're Canadians. They have a they have free time. Anyway, <laughs> I believe that covers everything. Correct, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I think so. And of course, if you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, facebook.com/slash/gamerheadradio. Follow us on Twitter at gamerheadradio for updates on new episodes and everything like that. Uh, I'm at Viking Games Live. He's at Sir Goatsworth. He's at T E K Charlie. Uh, we're on Google Plus, we're on Stitcher Radio, we're on iTunes, we're on our own fucking website, GamerHeadRadio.com. Uh, our own Android app is coming soon. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>
but whatever you listen to Worst us on, Kermit please. The Frog ever. <laughs> whatever you listen to us on, please plus one us, upvote us, the five star us, thumbs up us, fucking whatever you do on whatever list, website you're listening to us on. Just do um, a positive. Don't do the negatives on those websites. I mean, we appreciate you know criticism and stuff like that, but you know as long as it's, it's constructive criticism. criticism. Uh, obviously, if you say, "Hey, that VJ guy's a total dick nugget," you know, I would have to agree. And probably take down my post. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, I get all these messages from Goat saying I'm a dick nugget. <laughs> I'm changing you my phone to dick nugget. <laughs> but you also gotta look over. Um, dick nugget is calling you. <laughs> Who's that? Nobody need to know about. No, separate so it's dick nuggets. Make it even more weird. Be like, do you, do you know a porn star? <laughs> it's Mr. Nuggets. What? <laughs> And our Vikings broken. <laughs> Mr. D Nuggets. <laughs> Have you seen my nuggets? Which nuggets? These nuggets. <laughs> this episode of Gamerhead Radio has been brought to you by Microsoft because we also wouldn't have done this episode without them. This has been Gamerhead Radio. I timed that burp. <laughs> I was like, Mike fucked up. Get it out, get it out, get it out. <laughs> <laughs>